Hello, hello, conscious family, and welcome back to the Rainbow Empath Podcast. Um, I hope you are all doing well and lively today. Today is September 27th, 2022. How are we all doing today? And I hope you guys are all enjoying your lovely weather wherever you are in this magical world. Um, today, I have a special guest with me, my dear friend, soul family um she is and there are no other words to describe her but she is a magical human being um and reoccurring special guest michelle d'angona hello hello everybody thank you toby for having me as always <laughs> love to talk about the good stuff yes yes definitely 100 percent. so this is a special episode um from a lot of the different episodes that I have posted within the past months of um, are my monthly vibe checks. Today's episode, we're going to be diving into some depth and some truth and what messages that we'll be sharing today, take what resonates. Mm. Take what resonates and take what is for you is meant to be consumed. For the truth that we speak, it is our truth. And this could resonate with you and it can be yours. And you can discern and speak on what you feel is meant for you. So thank you for being here and listening in. And we're ready to dive in. For today's topic, the energy and vibration that we're going to be stepping into, the topic is consciousness versus ego. The concept of consciousness itself as being an awakened being and awakened thoughts and awareness along with ego as not just only as an emotional body but how we as humanity are either one learning to understand our ego or two falling into our ego and going further and deeper into that concept and that's our discussion for today and that's what we'll be deep diving into today so I'm I'm right now trying to remember where to start. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many. There's so many levels to so this. So many levels, yeah. And I feel like the other main reason why we're we're having this open discussion on this platform too is because we've been having this open discussion between me and Michelle. Both of us have been having having this discussion for for years, for mm-hmm. years now. Ever since we've connected um, as soul family members. Um, we have had this discussion for 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 such a long time and i feel like we've come to a good place within the span of like three to four years of having this discussion doing our own discernment doing our own research doing our own connections and coming to this place that you know humanity is so quick to forget about its own consciousness and this can even apply to those of us in the spiritual community as well. How those of us who come off as so consciously aware can also be so subconsciously so asleep mm-hmm. and forget that, you know, even platforms like this can fuel our ego. Mm-hmm. And how we are so quick to forget why are we here on this earth? What are we doing for this earth? What polarities are we acknowledging and how 
are we learning to do something for either a service to ourselves or a service to others in its own way, shape, and form. Mm -hmm. yes. And as well, to go beyond that too, will humanity or is humanity ever willing to go deeper beyond themselves or the inherent knowledge that they know? But at the same time, understanding, ultimately, we have free will. And two, we as human conscious beings have the ability to discern. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, um, in regards to like platforms and things <clears throat> like that, I think this is why we've, we've sat with it for four years digesting this information. You know, we've gathered a lot of information, but keep feeling like we're not ready to speak on it because I feel like we have a responsibility to the collective, to the people that tune into these types of things to deliver message that's in truth, right? But again, like everyone's truth is their own and it's not going to resonate with everyone. Everyone has to find their, like you said, discernment and what truth resonates, what makes sense to them. Um, but at the same time, you know, when you're hearing... There's just an oversaturation of information coming in and it's a lot of regurgitated information. It's a lot of fluff. So I think it's important when you have a platform to, you have a responsibility. You have a responsibility to not only share information that is in line with your truth, but to go deeper, to go deeper and not just deliver the fluff, not just deliver the, the stuff that sounds good and the cool subject matters, you know, it, but to dive deep into that. And it's going to take time to really gather information, to channel that information, to pull that in and to sit with the information. And it's okay if that takes years to do. It's okay if it takes years to do. It's not something that needs to be delivered like, um, uh, you know, Immediately on call. Yeah. Or on call. It doesn't need to be that way. And I think that's the other thing. Everything is so rushed with society. Everything is so, everyone is so quick. They want to be the first. They want to be the first trendsetter. They want to be the first trendsetter. They want to have the biggest platform. They want to revolutionize something. And again, that is a form of service to self, which there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually, we're going to kind of get into all of that. Um, there's the idea of service to self, service to others. And this, I was going to say duality right now, but I was meaning to say polarity, but it, it, but what society has done is turned it into a duality. Duality is the separation between the two and one's good, one's bad, one's positive, one's negative, one's evil. And again, this is like the labels that human construct needs to understand these concepts. And so everything, the duality is a separation and this is about the oneness because that's what polarity actually brings everything back to is the oneness understanding that the dualities as being you know service to, i'm just using service to self and service to others as an example um, because that's like a nice generalization of the two polar opposites but these polarities actually work together and one is not inherently good one is not inherently bad or evil or whatever we want to call it so yeah so that, I mean, I don't know, um, uh, everybody has, everyone's speaking on subject matters that are resonating with them in the moment. I think that everybody that was very much in the moment of these resonations, I don't think they're really sitting with stuff. You know, one example that we talked about today, Toby, is, um, uh, this wasn't going to be a DD conversation, but we did talk about DDs, and we spoke about how years ago when we first met, 
we talked about deities in a very specific way with our understanding of what that was. And then over years and years and years, over time, we kind of changed and readjusted our beliefs around that system and what that really meant and what that really represented. And then again, years later, the same thing. And then now to this point, we have a completely, we have a very broad perspective. We're seeing it from a higher perspective, but we took the time to transform our thoughts and ideas. What we believe to be true four years ago is not what we believe to be true now. And it doesn't mean we were wrong back then. It's just the way we digested the information back then. It's what we could receive. It's as deep as we could go. So that's also important to understand. A lot of people that have platforms, and this really isn't about like bashing other people with platforms, but it's almost like it's important that we start to step out of our ego, ego in the sense of, um, 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 what's the word? I was going to say service to self, but I don't want it to sound like a negative thing. It's like ego in the sense of, do you know what I'm trying to say? For me, it sounds like it's it's narcissism and it's egotism. Yes. And it's not learning being. To, well, I'm it's, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Um, it's learning to step back from that and yeah. recognizing: Are you coming from a place of you? This is where the consciousness comes in, right? Are you simply just sharing information because you want to share information, or are you sharing information for a reason? Mm-hmm. And like, what what is what message are you sharing with this world? And I feel like overall, it's like I think the root of what we're getting towards is that this is not um, this is not a root of bashment towards creators. This is not about the creators, and this is not about um, how creators can fix their ways. Mm-hmm. This is not a guide to um, spiritual creators or spiritual content makers of um, or magic content makers of how. Um, they should be running or doing their things. It's more, this is for the individual. Yes. This is for the individual. This is for the listener. And which is, what do you choose to consciously believe? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, everyone on their platform is sharing a message. What are you going to listen to? Mm -hmm. Who are you going to listen to? And are you listening to them just because they have a pretty voice? Is because of the way they're saying it? Or it is because you have taken the time to be consciously aware of what those thoughts are and digest it Mm -hmm. and discern it. And then that goes back to the consciousness part and the ego. Are you growing and evolving into spirituality? Or are you holding on to ego beliefs to be true that you're not willing to let go of? You're not willing to be flexible and, and flow? Because... I'm sorry, but like there's certain things in our life, of course, that like we believe to be true. We have morals and ethics and things like that. But when it comes to spirituality, when it comes to this esoteric studies, when it comes to cosmology, all of that, we have to realize that we only as much as we know, we only know a smidgen and nobody knows everything. And so to say what you knew five years ago is the exact same thing that you believe and know now that's very difficult for me to like 100% what I knew then is what I know now. That's very, very difficult um, for me to say that this is okay for, for there to be like this sort of, um, I just, okay. So again, like, I don't want to go into like, like what, 
what people should be doing, what shouldn't. But I do believe that like we are all light workers, right? Like you're sharing this information because you feel compelled to do it. Ultimately, like you might have your own, everyone might have their own reasons for sharing this information and you know, but it's all important information. The, the stuff that's truth and the stuff that's not is important because that's what teaches us discernment. So I'm not actually even trying to take away that platform and that sort of thing. But as a listener, everybody needs to, you guys have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to ourselves as listeners to this stuff to decide, to discern what we're absorbing, what we're not. And I just encourage people to really go deeper with all of the information they're getting. It's like question everything but also believe everything, like give it an opportunity, believe it, but question it. That's what discernment is, you know? And you can also reject all of it at the same time. That's okay. But I think as humans, the way our minds work, we feel like it has to fall into one category or in the other. And that's why everything is this black and white, um, good and evil, yes and no. It's like, that's the, again, that's the duality separation. It's like that's that's the density that we're in that's making us feel like we need to make this definite decision. We need to go right or left. You cannot go and you can't go straight. You definitely can't go curvy. You definitely can't drive down the lane like that. You need to pick a lane. And it's like you don't actually need to choose a lane. You don't have to choose a lane. I choose just open land. It's a path. Yeah. You my a path. Exactly. Just keep your land and your space open. And you choose your path at any moment. You could veer whatever direction you want. You can even go up and down. You can literally go wherever you want. And so, and and this is also a level of freeing the consciousness. There's a freedom that comes with this because... And that's what makes us human. That's, that's the, what makes that's us what, human. That's the beauty of us being human is our inherent free will. That's what makes humanity so special. But also, too, that's not also the only thing that makes humanity special because... Even even galactic or um, otherworldly or universal consciousness or universal other humanities. like other humanities or forms of consciousness um, or energies or entities too have free will. Mm-hmm. They also have free will too, mm-hmm. because ultimately, at the end of the day, we are all a creation of oneness. Mm-hmm. In in the philosophical concept. I forgot. I, I could. I, I don't have the inherent reference at this mm-hmm. moment in time, but I remember learning this in a religious studies course. Mm-hmm. And I studied religion for about two years. I know that's not enough, but I've also like you have your own world. I have my studies, own. Actually. I have my own world of studies. Yeah. Um. I have. Um. Yes. Like for some people who will be listening, will be like, okay, now I'm gonna tune out. That's your decision right now of what I'm about to share. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I have grown up. Catholic. Mm -hmm. I grew up Catholic and I learned everything from the Catholic Church, but that doesn't mean that was my inherent faith. As a child, yes, I followed it blindly. Mm -hmm. I followed it because why? My parents programmed that in me. Mm -hmm. And yes, there could have been, yes, that there was religious trauma after, but at the end of the day, the older I got, the more I questioned. Mm -hmm. My crave for knowledge my discernment is what guided me to eventually be like there is some truth in there but that is not all truth Mm -hmm. the one thing i have learned that is a common theme in religion yes they might have something right but that something right can sometimes be a concept of morality Mm -hmm. that's it besides that everything else is simply just a story 
-hmm. It is just a story. All religions are stories. And they are a doctorate based off a story. Mm -hmm. No matter how you view it in the sense of, um, well, it was written by someone of God. Mm -hmm. Honey, that was just a story. Mm -hmm. Someone, a human being, took the time that's and wrote their that, truth. That's their truth. That's, they wrote the story that story. is literally a, a compilation of their truth. And then the thing is, is that you can take that same thing and interpret it in many ways, mm -hmm. which goes back to how we as individuals share information. Mm -hmm. What you will take from what we are sharing right now, you can take that and apply it to something else, or you cannot take it at all. Mm -hmm. It is your choice. It is your decision. Mm -hmm. That's or, the beauty of it. And if anything, this can just spark critical thinking. You could, you could disregard everything that we say and so much to the point that it actually fires you up to go deeper into your own beliefs that you want to hold strong to, which is actually also great. That's actually, hopefully, that is what happens if you yeah. are not interested in this yeah. information. Like, it, it and could, that's the beauty it could, of it. It could fuel you to empower your own, it could, it can sound, this can sound like, you know, um, like off-putting, but it can fuel your ego mm -hmm. and you will speak from that. But that's your truth mm -hmm. because that is the truth in this you moment believe in in, in this that moment. moment in this moment in this moment yeah. and in this moment in time and the reason why i'm bringing up uh you know that is a story that is that i as an individual had to use my own discernment and take the time and be like okay i understand this but i want to know more i want to go beyond and i did that by studying i did that through studies and i took those studies and i discerned those studies mm -hmm. I did the religious studies, I studied psychology, I even studied, um, I went to this uh, course, it was a course, I didn't finish it, I wish I did, but there was so much good in it in the sense of it broadened my perspective on certain things. Mm -hmm. It was it was a teachings from one of the previous popes, mm -hmm. I think it was Pope John Paul, or I, I don't remember, I don't want to quote properly at in, this moment improperly. in time, improperly at this moment in time. But in that, I've learned certain things that have widened my perspective and then relate it to other things I have learned the older I've gotten, which is one thing that I've learned in that course that I then applied to in my religious studies, in my philosophy courses, and even in psychology is this one reoccurring theme. First, yes, in religion and many religions, they label God as a father. God does not have a sex. No matter how many people out there say, God is a man. God is not a man. Can I just say one thing before you continue? Yes. Because I, I totally agree with what you're saying. I was just going to say, also, I, I just want to just reiterate this. These are human terms because we need to categorize everything, okay? So yes, there, God is not a man, God is not a woman, but God can be a father, God can be a mother, yes. and God, and that might be what you were kind yeah. of going to, yeah. but I just wanted to preface that because... I, we're also not saying that there is no religion or there is no um, sexes and there is no this and there's 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 all these things because that's what human construct has created, right? But there's also none of that. It's also where you're going, which is the oneness of yeah. everything. But you, if father resonates with you, if mother resonates with you, that's also okay. Yeah, just like okay. Just like all these different religions have all these different names for God, yeah. for universe, for creation, for all that is, for the oneness. Sorry, go on. Yeah. And, and that's something that was always, that was taught in that course. And the only reason why they taught that wasn't to bash and eradicate 
the the meaning or those that resonate with the meaning of God the Father, mm-hmm. or in some places God the Mother, or um, that in a sense. But it was to go to the root, the spiritual root of of God, which is God is a spirit. But then this also goes. Now I'm going to take that and go even further, which is that perception of God can also be its own energy. It's an Why? energy. Why? Yeah. Because that is the Catholic Christian God. That is their God. Mm-hmm. That is their God. They believe that God, and that is the God they worship. And in a sense, we could be worshiping all the same thing. But ultimately, at the end of the day, that is their God. I feel like that's what some people forget. And even, even in some places... For those that have expanded themselves, and I've seen this in some um, some people um, and some personal conversations with others who are occult studiers or studiers of the esoteric, is that um, in a sense, um, those who um, were religious or in the case of Catholic Christian, they are their own, that is their own magic. Because there is ritual, there is a God, there's a doctrine, they have all the components that is its own craft, its own making, its own magic. There is something in that. But now I'm going to take that beyond that, all of that, which is something that I learned in that religious studies class and in philosophy too, which is the law of one. Mm-hmm. The law of one is actually um, the published channelings of Ra is actually where that which, which I find is Which is from, I find yeah. funny and hilarious, but I'm going to now expand on that even further in the sense of something that my professor shared with us that has always stuck with me is the the thought of oneness Mm -hmm. and how oneness is actually a collection of thought it is a collection of energy it is a collection of spirit it is universal Mm -hmm. it is not inherently everything but it is everything Mm -hmm. but at the same time it is also not good or evil it is just one it's neutral it's neutral it has no anything Mm -hmm. and now i'm going to go further with that too within that concept of something that he shared and that has always stuck with me and now i'm going to apply it to what was the name of that book um the alchemy of it's the um it's Alchemy 101 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, it's by Ron, um, Jim or Ron. <laughs> I'm really bad. I'll get, I'll get the name. Yeah. I'll get the name. Yeah. And so that author of the understanding or the basis of um, alchemy, which alchemy for me is something I have, I have studied for such a long time, is that we as human beings or going back to this um this notion of oneness is that oneness within oneness there are layers there are layers to oneness and within those layers of oneness are thoughts there is within those layers an inherent good and inherent evil but that inherentness those are not the origin those are not the the bases those are just um, thoughts. Those are just thoughts. Like there is an inherent good. There is a good, there is a oneness of good. 
there is a oneness of this there is a oneness of that and all of those origins all of those things all gravitate back into the one into the one and the reason why i'm going back into this is going to that book a course in mastering alchemy mm -hmm. by who it's jim self and roxanne burnett they're also channelers by the way if you do look into them there it's an amazing book yeah great thing now reason why i'm bringing this up and bringing up how what i learned from that professor is how that oneness then created these subcategories of uh, a one of all this a one of all that a one of all that is i'm now going back to the story or the channel message that um jim shared which was uh, a channel message i believe it was with uriel correct was it Uriel? I'm trying to think. I don't know what you're, which one you're speaking of totally. It's, it's the story of... of like existence? Of existence. Okay. The story of existence. Yes. The channeled story of existence yeah. that uh, he channeled with Archangel Uriel. Yes. Which is um, that oneness, we're going to just label it like that, Yeah. without having to step into the realm of um, religious trauma, for those who are listening, is oneness created energy or in this case gave energy form mm -hmm. because energy is neither created or destroyed so oneness gave or put together it put together forms and then gave these forms building blocks and then took those building blocks and told them to create 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 it's yeah and i think in the book he calls him he calls god or oneness creator creator yes and then creator um essentially and again the reason it has to be explained this way and rather than it being in the context of like i don't want to use religion because i i think we've spoken a lot about that but I, like rather than using the religion of like okay this um this like this humanity was born first came this second came that then came this and then here we are so the way that he describes the story here and i've heard it described in many different ways that keep it super broad but a lot of times especially when it's channeled information it comes from a specific being or collective of beings um and so they have their own they believe that they were the first of all creation the way it's explained in this book is really cool because it broadens your perspective. It's like, let's just, we're just gonna call it creator. You can call whatever you want. We call it creator. Creator ultimately um, decides to um, uh, separate his, within, within creator's own aspects, that gets divided up. And he creates creators who can also go out and create, who can also go out and create. And so this, um, what's that called? Uh, what's the word? Replication, like. Um, um, Cycle. He, it's all, it's, 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 uh, this, no, division and replication of what he is. Oh, like it's a just, trickle, da, 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 it's da, da, a trickling da. down. Yeah, but there's a word, <laughs> there's oh. a, there's a word. I think it's, well, I think replication is actually the, probably the closest I can come up with, with the way my brain is operating at the moment. Um, but it's just like exactly what you were saying. It's this process of, um, energy. It's like dividing, like a cell dividing, a cell dividing and then dividing and then dividing and dividing. But this is all one. Like it's important it's, to remember it's all from the same source. It's all coming from the same source. So that's sort of the way, I mean, he describes it really well. And I believe it's really well in this book. And I read this book, I read this book in 2016. 
through a friend that referred me to it and she had been to a lot of their public um, talks and things like that. I read the book. I read, he, the chapter is, if you do read the book, it's lesson five, uh, page 30, The Fall of Consciousness. Um, and that's kind of the story of all, actually, I think it starts before that. Well, ultimately, um, when I first read this book all those years ago, I absorbed it in one way. And I thought, that's an interesting story. It kind of always stuck with me, little parts of it, not the whole thing. Now, you know, then fast forward years later with all this information and all the studying that we've been doing and my own, you know, my own studies and work that I do um, and channeling and all of that, I now reread the book just a few years ago for the first time in years and it had a whole new meaning and it actually really again, sparked my own critical thinking and the way that I conceptualize things. I've Again, I've read other books that refer to the beginning of creation, the beginning, the beginning, the beginning. But it's always very specific to um, um, an, an ego consciousness. Like it's always very specific to a certain group of beings, just like our Bible, the Bible, humanity, that sort of thing. It, there's a story and it's supposed to be the story of 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 our human creation i guess the story of earth although yes so there's that the story of our, our galaxy the story of earth the story of creation but it's also put in the context that our galaxy our creation is the only one in all of existence so it's a very ego ego concept it's like ego concept, and if we want it's limited it's a yeah. limited thought and if we're really thinking of this oneness the oneness is vast it's never there is it's infinite it's an infinite oneness which which so, that's the amazing part that is told in that story. Yes. Is that that story does not credit anyone. Yes. It does not credit anyone. Yeah. There is some creditation in the sense of the existence of petition. The right. existence of petition. But that goes later down in the story. But that doesn't mean that they were in charge. They just they were the ones that chose to do that petition. They were the ones that were just like I think you should explain that a little bit more cuz they're not going to know what the petition okay. is. Okay. So we're gonna. I'm gonna finish the rest okay. of the story from what my remembrance is. Is that once creator in the story because he that uh, he labeled um, oneness as creator, mm -hmm. um, creator created creator gods or creators, and those creators created more creators. Well, they actually learned that they could cre create creators. Right. They learned that they could create creators, and then those creators created more creators. But they were all using the same building blocks. Mm -hmm. And they're using the same blueprints. And it wasn't until they started going off blueprint. And because they were just like, wait. Free will. Yeah. Free will. Because creator have already given them free will. Mm -hmm. Creator already said, like, you do as you please. Yeah. It's your choice if you would like to go by this blueprint or not. You can do work in my light or you can work in, come up with your own light. And but it still comes from the light. It still the came creator. from the light. But, that, but yeah, sorry. That, that thing, it's like you are no longer drawing from the same source, you are drawing from your own. You are drawing from your own. Because that's what like they were telling from themselves. It's like they were visualizing. Exactly. They worked from their own building blocks. Mm -hmm. Even though those building blocks once originated from there, they can take those same building blocks, rearrange them in any way and shape and form that they so choose to do so, and can even deconstruct and reconstruct those building blocks to make something entirely new. Mm -hmm. And that was the amazing thing. But meanwhile, all of this was happening. The creator was just like, this is great. Now I need someone to witness this. This is where, for some of you who are listening, this is, might be the turnoff where religious trauma will kick in. But this is where, this is that story. 
and we're gonna I'm gonna share it which is creator then created the concept of what is now known as angels mm-hmm. or uh, archangels and again just to reiterate these are words and so the words are gonna be triggering because some of you are gonna associate archangels with being religious some people are gonna say archangel or our angels in general where we're going is like some fallen dark situation. It could be based, your thoughts right now could be based on religion. It could just be based on, so it's hard. I wish there was another word that we could use, but angels is how we are able to like verbalize this. I mean, we could call yeah. it, we could call it pink paper. I mean, I don't know, like you can call it anything, call it what you want. And again, just like the book, this and we're just referencing this book today, but like just like that is, they're calling it creator, and creator could represent whatever you wish it to be. We're gonna call it angels just for reference. Archangels, angels, we kind of categorize it all into this. We can call it this, um, uh, I don't know, like, I mean, like, I don't know what else to call yeah. it that and, you and guys I, would, but I, we're just using it as a reference point. Please don't take it on a literal, in a literal yeah. sense. And I feel like that's the thing about this at this moment in time and something that I've learned overall in general, even within my own studies of um, not just spirituality, but galactic energy in itself is that there is never going to be a human word for something in the universe. Yes. And the only reason why is because the way they speak, the way they talk, it is not our language. Mm-hmm. We don't have words we, there to actually no, transcribe exactly. what they're saying. There is no inherent true there word. There are feelings. Yes, and that is, and we can understand that, but the thing is, we can understand the feeling. We can understand the frequency. The energy, the frequency. But it doesn't mean that there is an inherent translation towards that. Mm-hmm. There isn't an inherent translation towards all of that. And so at this moment in time, like how you said too, at this moment, the translation that we have is angel. Mm-hmm. Because that is the energy that the channel has described it. Mm-hmm. And two, they were speaking to an angel. Mm-hmm. So now going back into that realm of aspect is that creator created observers that's a great that's actually a good that's the best call them observers observers. i like that i knew there was a word that we could use that is a neutral word today so let's use observers they are observers and they were they were light observers they had no form either Mm -hmm. no because none of these creators the creators from creator had no form they were just simply an energy creating Mm -hmm. And because they weren't even a light form, by the way. No. They were just an energy. In existence. Like they were in existence. They were like atoms. Exactly. Atoms yes. coinciding with one another and using the building blocks of atoms. Mm-hmm. And so, going deeper into this, creator created observers. And the reason why creator created observers was for the fact of this is entertaining. This is beautiful. I don't want to be the only one witnessing this. I want others to witness this. They want to have the experience. Exactly. It's the experience. So, Creator then created the observers. And these observers were direct creations of Creator, just like the creators. Nothing made them different from them. They were exactly the same. The only thing is, was their role. And their role was not to create yet. It was more to be an observer. Mm -hmm. To be entertained by creators creating. Mm -hmm. 
and watch on the back seat of a metaphorical box and just watch. It does not mean that they were trapped. It was more, you were here to observe. You're here to enjoy, take it in, have the experience. Enjoy the experience. The, see the Which, experience unfold. Even, and I want to now take a lot of these things and apply it to humanity, but I'll go that after this, is that there was a point, meanwhile all this was happening, the observers, I like that, I like that. Mm -hmm. The observers then noticed that there was starting to be a difference in those creators. That there were creators taking the inherent building blocks and going off blueprint. Mm -hmm. And that is when the observers then petitioned, connected to creator and was just like, it's not like they snitched on them, but they're like, we're watching this and we no longer now want to be a part. We no longer want to now observe. We want to participate. We want to participate. We're seeing what they're doing and we're not saying that's right or wrong. We want to actually now participate mm -hmm. because each of us now have our own perceived thought of what is a service to self and what is their own perceived thought of of like you should be following blueprint and there's others who feel like do what you can please. i explain that a little more because i feel like it's getting a little confusing uh -huh. because we're using super general terms there and like there's so many details within that um so this just to explain this idea of like service to self and service to others is understanding polarity yeah but i want to explain what that even means i want to give like an example because i feel like I think because we're recording this, I'm feeling like they're, it's not all going to be received. This story is a really difficult story to follow. It's very, it's super generalized, you know. Um, but I was going to say, I'm going to give an example. So I work with a lot of, I do a lot of galactic study stuff, galactic heritage and study um, studies uh, with the, the spirituality work that I do, along with many other things. Um, but within that realm, uh, in talking to other existences and how they see that their um, their uh, polarities and dualities came to be. Here's a perfect example. You have beings. They could be humans. They could be whoever you want. We'll, whatever you want to call them. We have beings that are um, born into existence, and all those beings are the same. They're the same. Um, they're, they're their own humanity. They're their own beings. They were born on a planet. This is their this is who they are, right? Half of them on their own because of free will as they're growing up, they decide, wow, like look at the universe. Look at the stars. I want to go out and I want to explore the stars. Like I just, I don't know. I'm just drawn. I want to go out there and see what's out there. I want to travel. I want to discover, maybe invent new things, technologies, like all kinds of things. Like I, and they're coming from this place of just this beautiful wonder and awe of like this, um, the possibilities are endless, right? And I want to get out there and just feel it all and see it all, experience it all. So you have half the, the group and I'm just going to put them into two categories, but obviously there's lots of gray areas. So you have half the group that wants to go out and check things out, right? Then you have the other half of the group who actually decides, 
wow, we have everything we need right here, right here where we are within us. Actually, we hold the key. Like, I feel like we need to go inward and we need to just sit here and meditate and be in peaceful place. We don't need to go out and do anything. Let's just stay here. This feels right for us. This feels resonant. Um, I want to meditate. I want to um, commune with spirit within me. That feels right to me. So you have these two groups doing two different things. Now, the way I just described it inherently, there is no good or bad within those two groups. They sound like they're both just living their life, right? Doing what feels right. Now, let's go back to the group that wants to go out and explore. This is where dualities happen, right? They go out and explore and they decide um, within exploring, they're inventing a lot of things. They're creating a lot of technology and all of this stuff. Sorry. Sorry about that, you guys. We're creating a lot of technology and all of this stuff. But in doing so, in creating this technology, they begin to divide and conquer. They begin to go out and explore. And let's say they find um, an area that's already inhabited, but they decide to take over it. Now, inherently, that isn't uh, the way we're going to start to think automatically in our brains right now is like, no, that's bad. But their original purpose for going out and doing that had no, there was no, their intention was purely um, um, explorative, um, um, wanting to have the experience, right? That was the experience that they were drawn to with their own free will. There was no right or wrong. But at some point, they might go out, again, divide and conquer, take over other people's land. Then in the meantime, so that could be perceived as negative. And this is where humans like to create this, this boxed, um, very um, separate um, ideas. You're doing something bad. You're doing something good. Ego, consciousness, do, 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 you know? So then you have the ones that stayed on the planet. Now, they were meditating. They were going inward. That sounds great. But at the same time, that can also be perceived. That can also be shifted, that energy, into something else. Because by being on the planet and doing that, they might start isolating others that want to come to their planet and just check it out and like come to vacation or whatever. They might block out anybody who's not them because they're like, we don't trust you. We don't know what's on the outside. We fear the outside. We want to keep our nest nice and close to us. We want only our people to be in this. They might isolate themselves so much that they actually start dying off. Like so there's the positive and negative in everything. So it's important to understand it. At the same time, those people that stayed there and meditated, they could also be in a place where that um, process has basically ascended them to um, 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 higher consciousness and has really created this beautiful oasis, this heaven on earth, you know, quotation, um, heaven on earth for them. The people that went out and explored the other flip side to their divide and conquer is that they invented technology that would have never been invented had they not gone out and explored. And that technology is now saving lives. It's transforming all of existence. There's, you know, so again, all of this is not inherently good or bad. It's important to see this because it's important that we all start out the same. We all come from not only the same place, the oneness, but we all start out the same. And at any point in time, and again, what I want to say about this too, this is how you have over different, um, um, different, uh, is it arrows? No. different eras of existence on like earth, for example, this is how you have the rise and fall of different civilizations. 
you see that they started off in one direction, but then that almost went too far into one direction. And then you have a fall. And then again, so again, again, this idea of like dark and light, yes and no, black and white, um, good and evil is like, it's really, there's an ebb and flow to all of this. And it's important to understand how that all bridges together. Nobody's inherently bad and no one's inherently good and that's hard for us to understand here because we deal with things like people going out and murdering other people for no apparent reason we have um rape we have children being molested and um um we have fear being instilled on all of existence we have human trafficking we have animals being killed we have so much so we see everything is like it's it's, it's just very, very difficult sometimes when you're new to the spirituality world and these concepts to really grasp this because, and that's why when you talk, you spoke in the beginning, Toby, you did say, that's why, like when you broke apart all the religion stuff, you went from the religion and then you went a, a step over that and said, but look at this picture and then this picture and this picture. So it's important to do that. Yes, we can all bring it back to like, well, look what's happening on earth though. This is good. This is bad. But we're trying to look above that, see this from a higher perspective. And it's not to negate that these things are happening. It's not to just suppress it and pretend like, no. I'll be like one of those love and light people. Yeah, love and light, unicorns and rainbows. It's I love not... unicorns, by the way. But um, it, we're not, It's that's not what it's it not is. It's not to completely uh, discredit or ignore the reality right. that is humanity. It is more understanding that there is depth yes. to this reality. And by understanding the depth that goes beyond this reality, you can take that knowledge and bring it back to this level of density and frequency right. and make that a revolution. Right. It's how you take... I feel like that was one of the things that where love and light people get some things wrong. It's like you went too far... And now you're disassociating. You yeah. need to now take that, go beyond, and create a revolution. Again, it's like the extreme opposites, right? Like that's what we keep talking about is these extreme opposites, these dualities. But duality doesn't feel like the right word. Toby and I use polarity, polarity. because it's a polarity. It's a mirror. That's all it is. And this is a mirror. Exactly. This and is a mirror. Exactly. And that kind of goes back to something I discussed with you um, yesterday mm -hmm. about when I was young, something, even when I was in church, something I was always naturally drawn to was the symbol, the Taoist, I believe it's Taoist, mm -hmm. the Taoist symbol of yin and yang. Oh, yeah. And to me, the reason why the symbol... It's on your shirt, by the way. The back of your shirt. I don't know if you know that. No, I did not know that. Yeah, it's not there. It's right... Yeah, it's in the turtle shell. Oh, oh see? I see that now. <laughs> um, it is a symbol that I've always been strongly connected to. Mm -hmm. And with the knowledge I have now, it has even broadened my perspective even more why I fell in love with the symbol, which is... In the essence, in some in some people who have translated the yin and yang, is that it is a duality. But yin and yang it was never meant to be a duality. It was a polarity. And in those who understand it, it is a polarity. In the sense of, there are two perceived energies. But these two energies are now coming to a union. They are coming to a balance. Because some people will interpret the yin and yang as, there is... There is darkness in light, and there is light in darkness. And in some cases, they'll try to go further 
and this is where human concept can become the ego the human ego can make certain things um not easy to digest or sometimes toxic or can come off as this is um inherently good or inherently bad which is some places in some cases they would label the the white part or the light part of um of the yin and yang as that is the feminine but in every feminine there is a root of evil mm-hmm. and in, in every masculine they can come off as evil but there is a root of light in a sense giving men power and women evil mm-hmm. but it is neither in my way of how i've viewed that it was never meant that uh that was an inherent evil and that was inherent evil was good it was within light there is darkness and darkness can shed light and in darkness there was once a seed of light and when you bring both together you are one you are the polarity of both mm-hmm. but you have to first understand which is why i have it tattooed and they're not together for a reason mm-hmm. at some point i want to get them tattooed together because i am still learning within myself that's why i tattooed them separately which is understanding that within light there is darkness you cannot have light if you do not understand your darkness mm-hmm. and without darkness darkness would not have rooted without light mm-hmm. you need to understand both those things both of those polarities mm-hmm. to then unify them as one and bring peace as one mm-hmm. that is something that i already inherently knew when i was young every time i saw it it gave me peace because to me that is a symbol of peace mm-hmm. that is a symbol of unity a symbol of balance that is a symbol of polarity mm-hmm. going beyond the human comprehension of how some people would interpret it to go beyond that and now interpret it that this is a polarity in its own balance mm-hmm. and so i think at this I moment i like how you brought it to that cuz i feel like that's a good place to kind of that, wrap it up because yeah. that and again like we could go on and on with this subject matter like cuz there's so many facets i just want to say that we're touching on well we're presenting the surface of something so there's going to be points where like i we could go deeper into a lot of these subject and, matters and we honestly um uh, we're going to look at this program too cuz this is being recorded on a program um we're going to take a pause and see whether or not if we can continue this if not we can do a separate episode continuing yeah. on this discussion because this is not done yeah. yes we're wrapping it up here at this moment in time but this discussion is not done because there is more to this and i i also want to finish a story of creator and oneness right. and how that trickled on along with the observers mm-hmm. now we're going to call them observers chaos energy all that good stuff and going deeper into that but how we're going to take now all of those stories and now bring it to earth and now link it to why is this important to our um to our discernment of consciousness and our discernment of our own ego mm-hmm. because even our ego needs to be checked our own ego needs discernment mm-hmm. and this is where we find understanding and not an ego death mm-hmm. so take this as part 1 <laughs> take this as part 1 Um, thank you for those of you thank that are you. listening. If this does get spliced together, um this is going to be break time for you to go get water or whatever you need. If not, if this is the end of the episode, thank you for being present here today. Thank you. And we hope to speak to you soon. Yes. Coming up next. And with that, um hope to speak to you all soon. Love you. Bye.